This is Cooking Cassius for Eiffel TV in association with MTK Global. It's the morning after. We all love a morning after, don't we, David? We do, especially when there's been magic in the air. And last night we, 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 we well and truly saw that. And uh, although we came to the ring with a crown, there were still people that yeah, weren't 100% sold. I was at the front of that queue. Was uh, I didn't know he could do what he did there. He did what his dad said he could do. I asked him, I said, you're telling me, I was with John Fury doing the BT round table. The 100 grand situation. Yeah, he bet me 100 grand. No, but what he said was, I know, I asked him the question, a direct question. You're, so I said, you're telling me if Deontay Wilder hits your son on the chin in the first two or three rounds, nothing's going to happen. And he looked me dead in the face and went, yes, you can watch it back. He's like, yeah, nothing's going to happen. And I remember thinking, from the moment he said he doesn't expect it to happen, I remember thinking, yeah, whatever. Obviously, they're not taking it seriously. But oh, oh, how wrong I was, or oh, how much humble pie uh, I ate last night and this morning, because he walked through, he took Wilder's best in that first couple of rounds. He, they, the, the shots he got hit with were clean on the button. And the additional stone, which I thought would have been the wrong thing to do, was the correct thing to do, because he was able to absorb it. He was able to walk him down like I've never, the only time I've seen him walk someone down was against uh, Steve Cunningham. He did it to Steve Cunningham when he just wanted to get him out of there. And obviously I thought, you can do that against someone who's six foot two, six three, a former cruiserweight. He wasn't even a big cruiserweight, Cunningham. But you can't do it against Wilder, six seven. You know, he's one of the biggest puncher in boxing history. Oh, how wrong I was. He, he put on a boxing masterclass and absolutely chewed him up and spat him out. It was one of the most one-sided unification heavyweight fights I can, I can think of. And it was insane. You went on record as saying that you think or thought that Deontay Wilder is the hardest hitting yeah. heavyweight I ever. Do, I, I still do. Yeah. I still do. It's not something that's changed off the strength of that. But maybe Tyson Fury's chin is, is one of the best ever. If he and can. maybe his punch power a little bit underestimated. Maybe it was. Maybe the additional poundage, the additional weight, the new training team, the new, the new setup is exactly what Tyson Fury needs. It looks like whatever he did in the lead up to that fight, he needs to keep doing it because the difference between this fight and his, the, the five fights, sort of prior, four or five fights prior, even a Klitschko fight, I believe this version of uh, Tyson Fury would have knocked out Klitschko a, a few years back. I think this, this new uh, Tyson Fury is a Tyson Fury nobody's ever seen. I've never seen him. I didn't know that type of heavyweight existed on earth, genuinely. And uh, I, I always had uh, Tyson Fury in the top three, off the strength of the, the, even off the strength of the win he didn't get, which he got a draw first time round in the Staples Center. I, I thought that uh, that that performance showed that you know leaky defense he got knocked down a couple of times he was struggling but this but that wouldn't happen anymore that wouldn't happen at all and uh when you see someone sort of come into their prime come into their own and really do exactly what he's been saying you know all of the the hype i've heard about him over the years i've never really seen it it's never really matched up i've heard his dad and his family saying how great he is i can do this he can beat everyone he can lick everybody blah 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 i was like nah, okay now, okay, I'm like, okay, 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 he's done but, it. But for someone over the years who's considered 
not the the, the prettiest to watch mm. uh, at times. That was pretty last Tyson, night, but effective. But yeah. yesterday was, it was different. It was completely different. Different. Was different, different human being. That was a different human being. It was someone who was so focused, so confident, so motivated. Not only uh, for the fight, even for the ring walk, the way he came into the ring, the way he presented himself the whole week. You know, he's the champ, and it doesn't get any clearer than that. And there's, there's one fight that everybody has to see, uh, and that's Tyson Fury, the, the lineal ring magazine WBC champion, has to fight the WBA, IBF and WBO champion, Anthony Joshua. And that's going to be the biggest fight, I think, ever. Particularly in the heavyweight division, I can't beat numbers-wise. Mm. It will do more than any fights ever in the history of boxing. We never got to see Hey Joshua no. or Hey Fury, so we need to see this because yeah, we, those two fights, including with yourself, would have been yeah, kind massive, of yeah. would have been massive. Yeah. Um, but this, this possibly this is the biggest one. It's the two guys of today. Remember, I'm nearly ten years older than both of those guys, so it would never have been me in my prime anyway. These are primed. Heavyweight, similar age. With all the belts. With all the belts. Oh, and all of the hype, all of the team, all of the history, both from Britain, both amazing characters, both great ambassadors for all of the things they support. It's just, just it's, uh, as I said before, it's like a boxing, a boxing fan's wet dream. It's, it's everything that you could ever ask for in a, in a heavyweight contest. You know, a lot of people now, with the strength of the way he took out Deontay Wilder, um, They'll heavily support uh, Fury in, in, in the match, and I'm, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he, uh, Fury will be considered by the masses as the number one heavyweight, the lineal champion, the man who's beaten the man. And um, AJ will obviously uh, take umbrage to that, and he'll want to you know, prove you know, he's, got, he's got three belts. Kind of so is uh, Fury now, but Fury's still undefeated. He's beaten the long-standing one of the longest standing heavyweight champs in history. So that on his resume obviously bumps him up. So it's, it's, now, it's now down to see what AJ, what AJ does now. He, show, he showed what he did after his first loss against Andrews and I was so impressed. That was a boxing masterclass. He boxed out of his skin. He did exactly what he said he was going to do. And so they've both, uh, they've both proven themselves. You know, Fury had the draw first time and he, and he revamped himself. He came back bigger, better, stronger. He did everything he said he was going to do. Same thing with AJ. He, he, he went away after the, the, the Andy Ruiz loss. He, he took off some weight and did exactly what he needed to do to be the best version of himself. And we've got two primed heavyweight. Prime, prime. The best they'll ever be. You know, AJ is better now than he was prior to the, uh, the, the, the Ruiz fight. He's significantly better now. The training, so the training he did for that physically was better. He was lighter. His punches, he was loose. So he's at his he's at his prime. Ties at his prime. It's this is this is the this is. Uh, I didn't think I'd get to see at any stage in my life all of the belts wrapped around one person's waist, arms, shoulders. It's it's a, it's a lot of belts. There's a lot of silverware there. One of the things taken from talking to Tyson's brothers and Tyson himself yesterday, I think they were kind of quick to point out. You know, tomorrow morning, as in today. Don't start calling Wilder a bum no, and saying no, he's Wilder, overrated because that's, that's harsh. Few, I've, I've yeah. heard a few people say that. Oh, Wilder, he got no technique. I thought, well, he's never had technique. We knew about, what it was. It wasn't about yeah. technique. It was about punch power. Yeah. It was about, regardless of his technique, he just always found a way to not knock you out. 
or at least knock you down in the 43 fights he's had. He's had like 60 odd knockdowns. You know, that, that's, that, that's testament to his punch power. He is, I still believe if you let him hit you on the chin and you don't have a chin like Tyson Fury, you're going to sleep. Mm. You know, um, it's, uh, it's, it's an amazing time in heavyweight boxing. I, I think Wilder showed immense heart, bravery. He took his licks like a man. You know, he was bleeding from the ear. That's never a good sign from a boxer. You know, his lip was busted up and he was taking some hellacious body shots. And no one's really mentions the body shots that Tyson Fury uh, inflicted on him. He was really sickening him with those shots. And, and Wilder's never been in that situation before. He had to, you know, all us fighters at some stage or another, you've got to take, take a head of a hide. And I'm sure Tyson Fury's taken some growing up. If he's been boxing since he was a kid, you know, sparring every day, really taking his licks. Maybe the fact that Wilder started late to the game he, he was like nearly 20 uh, when he started boxing. And uh, after two years, he was, he was bronze medalist at the Olympics, then straight to the, the professional. So he didn't have that depth of amateur pedigree that Tyson Fury has. Now, although Tyson never got, went to the Olympics, he still had 15 years or so of you know, competitive boxing. And I think that that's the difference in this fight. When it got tough, when it got rough, um, John T. Wilder didn't have any technical form to hold to fall back on he wasn't on the rope slipping to blocking riding tight it was just legs dead straight square on taking clean punches in the face and I think you know when Tyson Fury gets hit and hurt we well, slipping and sliding in the first fight he was he, he knew how to click into survival mode because he'd been in survival mode before so Wilder rarely had been in survival mode and um, I think the the skills and the technical ability the size confidence, the team, I think everything was just in Tyson Fury's favour. I think they could have fought a hundred times last night and it'd be the same result. Is it a given that Wilder will take I think the Wilder, third fight? I think Wilder will take the third fight. I think yeah, last night I was like, nah, no way, he doesn't want any of that. But I'm like, what else is he going to do? You know, he's, he's in this to become, you know, number one. He said one face, one name, one champion. That was his mantra and it's like, Okay, if you want to do that, you got to get back in there and right the wrongs. Maybe you'll come in a stone lighter than he was this time. I'm not sure if that stone helped him in any way, whether he felt any benefits from that. He didn't look like it from the outside. Um, maybe if he was lighter, he wouldn't have lasted as long. Maybe he'd have got knocked out quicker. I don't know. It's unknown. Only he'll know how he felt in there, but it didn't look like it felt good at any stage. I didn't have him winning one second. It sounds exaggerated. One second of that fight. He, did, he didn't look comfortable. From the first bell, Tyson Fury rushed across the ring and he, and he was like on a back foot. So from the first second, he, he was in retreat mode and you know, not his usual confident calm, you know, looking to take you out. David, for, right. weeks, sorry, for weeks Tyson Fury told us what he was going to do. Apart from the second round part, mm. he told us exactly what he was going to do and everyone was kind of like, Half shrugging his shoulders, saying, "Well, he said the same thing yeah. with loads of fighters before. He said something with Otto Wallen. He was going to do this, and it didn't really happen that way. You know, so I'm like, okay, he's told me he's going to smash this guy, and he was no good. So if you can't do Otto Wallen, what are you supposed to do with Wilder? I'm like, how are you supposed to do something to Wilder that you couldn't do to this guy? Or, you know, I've seen him go to points before against guys that are a fraction of uh, as good as Wilder is, but he's a big time fighter. He rises to the occasion. The better the opponent, the better he seems to fight." You know, and with that, with that mindset, he needs to fight the best guys all the time because we're going to get great performances. The corner did throw the towel in. I heard that Jay Diaz, uh, Wilder's trainer, didn't want the, the, the towel thrown in and it was what did he want? Mark Breland that decided to throw the towel in. 
I think, I think, yeah, they gave him all the chances he needed. They gave him the benefit of the doubt. Anyone who punches as hard as Wilder is always in there with a puncher's chance. I've seen fighters who have got significantly less punch power than him uh, punch whilst being getting hit, 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 and they pull off one big shot and it knocks the guy. I've seen that happen before. So when you've got someone who punches as hard as Wilder with 41 knockouts, you're given the benefit of doubt. But it got to a point where he had nothing. He was impotent in there with no real. He had nothing left, and it was it was pretty pretty sad to see you know someone who's so dominant the way he walked to the ring, you know, looking like you know a monster, and to see him you know flailing around like that. You know, it's, you've got nothing but ad admiration and, and respect to, for, the, for Tyson Fury, his whole family, his team. You know, they, they proved me and many, many people wrong that he is the real deal. You saw Holyfield, uh, Tyson and Lennox in there. Now right he was, you know, Lennox, Holyfield, uh, you know, those guys had some great battles and Tyson had some amazing battles. And I'd love to see, you know, Fury, uh, Wilder and uh, AJ in the ring in 20, 30 years after all fighting each other two or three times. Um, that would be nice. And we're at that stage where they're in the prime now. You know, you know when Holyfield was fighting Bo, that's it's that type of fight. You know, when, when Tyson went to go for Holyfield. And we need those, we need those mega fights. We, we need them, we deserve them. We, we, we have the champions now willing to do it. You know, Tyson Fury has proven that he's willing to travel. He's traveled for all of his world title fights. You know, when he beat Klitschko, he went to Germany. He went to Staples Center for his first fight with uh, Wilder. He came here to Vegas. He's willing to roll the dice. You have to, you can't be great if you don't risk, if you don't take risks. You know, you can't always have it your own way. You can't always have it on your own, um, on your own terms, your own turf. You know, when I won my world titles, they were abroad. You know, I went to, I went to, to France to fight the French world champion. I went to, to, to Germany to fight Nikolai Valuer. So you have to travel. Even the Klitschko, I traveled again for Klitschko. All my biggest fights have been on, on the move. Tyson Fury is doing the same thing. And I think it's, um, I think it's, uh, it shows the fact that he's willing to do that and put it on the line and risk it with American judges and American referee. It shows that, you know, he truly, truly believes in himself. Just picking this back up, David. Who do who do you side at the moment with if AJ's to fight Fury? Oh, you have to go with Fury. I I'd go with Fury right now because he's shown me um, how he deal with uh, Wilder. You know, I, I, he's he's undefeated. He's never lost. Uh, he came close to losing, but he had that sort of winability factor where he's found the way to win. You know, he was in he was in as much trouble, if not more trouble, than AJ was in, for instance, when he lost against Andrew Ruiz. But uh, you know, Fury was mentally up for that fight, whereas I think AJ wasn't up for that fight. So we saw AJ uh, get put down on his kind of worst night, and then on his best night, and the next time around he got it right. Fury, on the other hand, you know, I thought he was fighting at his best in the first fight, and Wild was fighting at his worst. But I was wrong. You know, Tyson Fury was fighting probably 50%, as his dad John said, he said he was 50% in that fight, or 30%. When he's 100%, he'll walk him down and knock him out and make him quit. And kind of he did, he made his corner quit. So exactly what he said, I'm so happy that I, I didn't take that 100 grand bet because that would have made it real painful. <laughs> um, well, like I said, now what happens, we'll have to obviously see 
what Team Wilder and, and Deontay decide to do I, regarding... I, I think... I think what my, my crystal ball, what I think happens is we have a rematch with Wilder and Fury, um, maybe September or something, and we get the same result again. I can't see any... I, couldn't, I didn't see anything in that first fight to suggest that Wilder, you know, he didn't have any effect with anything. He just looked too small, outgunned. How can you see Wilder get outgunned? It's crazy, but he did. So. I don't see how he wins that fight. So he wins that fight. AJ fights uh, Pulev. Um, Derek fights Usyk. Derek beats Usyk. Derek fights AJ. Derek beats AJ. And then you've got Chisora versus uh, Tyson Fury for a, a third trilogy. <laughs> That's my crystal ball. Remember, I said it here first. Fair enough. What's that look on your face for you? No, no, no. I'm just you, you I'm look, <laughs> no, that wasn't that wasn't the look. Um, that wasn't the look. But David, you'd be happy to be wrong in this situation. I know you said like you got it wrong in this, but you'd be happy for that to happen, wouldn't you? What do you mean? You'd be happy to be wrong in that situation. To see what I saw last yeah. night. Yeah, I didn't think there was a heavyweight on the planet as good as that. I just thought, no, no one's that good. I don't know any other heavyweight in history who could have done that to Deontay Wilder. Just walk him down and just mow him down. Who could do that? George Foreman? Maybe. Lennox? It took his time a little bit. He wouldn't have walked him down like that. Mm. If somebody punched that hard. Uh, who, else, who else could do him? Joe Fraser get to him? Maybe. But to have zero... To, his face is fresh. He's ready to go. Who, what other heavyweight in history could fight someone who's got the highest knockout percentage ever, long, one of the longest reigning defences of the WBC title, one of the most feared men on the planet, and just walk him down like he was like he was nothing. Mm. I, I can't think. No one springs to mind, put it that way. So I'm very happy to be wrong because I've now seen what the heavyweight division is about in 2020. And looking at how good um, Anthony Joshua looked in Saudi Arabia against Andy Ruiz, it's like you've got two great heavyweights willing to willing to get it on. It's that's it. It's, it doesn't get any bigger than that in, in boxing. So, for me, I'm, I'm ecstatic to be wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm eating this humble pie, loving it, because I, I've seen what I've never seen before. I've never seen a heavyweight that uh, dominant against another dominant heavyweight. It's one, I've seen heavyweight, I've seen Lennox smash people live. You know, I've seen the Wilder knock people out. but haven't seen someone fight someone that good and looks at that good you know mm. he beat a very good fighter in Deontay Wilder and as you said everyone's going oh Wilder's this Wilder's that no 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 look at the betting look at the bookies before the fight you know a lot of people had uh, Wilder winning by knockout in this fight a lot of experts a lot of people like me who are supposed to know what they're talking about they uh they were wrong completely wrong mm. and because what we did is we judged Tyson Fury on his previous performances I didn't realise it was this next realm that he could live in. I didn't know that was there. I just looked at his last fights. So he got to get hit with a jab there, hit with a right hand. He got knocked down here. He didn't look in shape there. He was out of breath here. It's irrelevant. This is a whole new, it's a whole new sport he's doing now. I like this new Tyson Fury now. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. I was a huge fan of the old one. But this is a different level. This is, this is a different level. And mm. Glad I was there to witness it, like ringside on that. I was watching it. As we all were. Um, just finally, David, obviously I was talking to Derek earlier and um, he said that it's imminent that mm. his fight with uh, 
Alexander Usyk will be announced for, for May. Um, can you add anything to that, really? Yeah, possibly. Working on, working on the details of that, and uh, yeah, hopefully we get something announced soon. It's been rumbling on for a while now. Everybody, everybody kind of knows what's what's happening. We're just getting a, we just sort of think we've got the venue sorted and you know, dotting some eyes and crossing some T's, and we're there. So Derek's, you know, he's had a, had a week or so off now because he's been training for a while. The, the date's been sort of moved back. Does it benefit Derek to have the the extra hmm? five six weeks? Because it was originally meant to be the 28th of March. Yeah, yeah. So would that benefit Derek to kind of have a oh, little bit longer as well? More training, he could get some more training and fine tune, fine tuning his skills. You know, getting fitter, getting stronger. You know, it's just you're just doing more good stuff. That's good, that will need to be required to be, you know, arguably one of the best pound for pound fighters in the world. Um, Alexander Usyk, you know, he's in most people's top five pound for pound, um, the undisputed cruiserweight champion. So for Derek to pull off the upset, he needs. Once again, he needs to do something he's never done before. Now, what he's done before wasn't, won't be good enough to beat Alexander Usyk. The same way John Fury told me, you know, what's going to happen. And I was like, there's no logic to that and there's no justification. You can't show me some old fights. And there's no reason why, if you've only ever watched uh, Derek's last, his, his fights, that you would think he'd beat Usyk. But I've, so, I've seen some stuff and I know what he can do when he's switched on, when he's fired, when, he, when he's fired up, when he's when he's ready, when he's when he's tuned in, and I'm I'm saying the, I'm saying the crazy stuff that he's gonna cause a spectacular knockout, and people might go, hey, don't what you're talking about? Well, I didn't think John Fury knew what he was talking about when he was talking about uh, Tyson Fury walking uh, Wilder down, and I was proved wrong. So hopefully I'll be, and Derek will be proving many many people wrong when he uh, destroys Usyk. Just a quick word, just going back to uh, Wilder. Dylan White is mandatory, let's not forget as well, which obviously isn't really an issue until next year, it looks like, in, in February. But February of 2021. So a year away. I mean, it's a, long, a lot yeah. can happen in that time as well. So, But, I mean, he's sitting there kind of twiddling his thumbs, waiting for this situation. I think, I think he's got a fight with Povetkin. Povetkin coming up. but That's a nice fight. Povetkin's mm. a good fight for him. He's a good name, a former world champion. A guy who's only... You know, he's lost to Klitschko and got a draw, so he's he's relatively relatively fresh and he's got a great record, great ranking. I think it's a good fight, a fan-friendly fight. His last fight against Hunter was he stole the show out in Saudi in terms of entertainment, so why not? You know, Dylan Dylan takes on all comers. He's a good guy, Dylan. I like him. I, I remember Dylan White calling you out after you lost to Bellew the first yeah. time, which I've never seen someone call I out. I never call out, call out a loser. I don't, I, don't, call I, don't, out. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Battle of South London. Um, that bloody hell, what's, what's, what I've done to you? You just got battered and you want to bat me some more. Like that. David, thank you very much. I just want to give a shout out to uh, the Nomad restaurant, is it? Yeah. Uh, which is very. Lovely, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to call it Fifty Shades esque mm. because people might think, hmm. A bit dodgy. But it, it is very beautiful, you know. Mm. Come down for dinner. You yeah. Like might do. My treat. Thank you, David. I'll take this drink, rather. Did you hear that, Andy? Am I waiting You can be my plus one. You can be his plus one. David, hey, thank you very much for your time no in Sunday, on this Sunday in Las Vegas. And uh, when are you going home? Are you going home? I don't know. I'll see. I'll see, I'll see how I'm feeling. I think I've got some more energy to you know, after the, the big night last night. Everyone's pumped up. Yeah, I go to the gym and do a big workout. Don't miss it there. No, I don't.
Jay not even lights like last night. No. Your division. I don't, mean, I don't miss. I don't know. I, I thought I was going to miss it like a lot, but you know, when you get your head punched in like I did in my last fight, yeah, not really. Do you look at you know, for me, I, the, the punishment um, and the way I lost against Tony Belly? How many seconds will I have lasted with these two monsters? Not very long. So get out at the right time. I think you know, timing's everything. Timing is everything. Yeah. Thank you very much, and hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Definitely. Top man.